Gruesome Herzog, the voice of horror. What would you do if a zombie apocalypse hit? And you ran out of weed. Meet Edwin and Tommy. They have a problem. We must have smoked it all without even knowing we were smoking it all. So what does that mean? It means we have none left, bro. Wait. Remember that guy we caught like three, four months ago? First, I take his brains. <laughs> Added some good old fashioned H2O and presto change -o. Green goo. Our neighborhood is devoid of zombies. We mm. haven't seen zombies in months. Mm. So, we have the idea to get him out and go right into the danger zone. Get like, I don't know, buttload of zombies. Come back. And have a stay supply of weed, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, wait. Let me get this straight. Mm -hmm. You two potheads set out on a road trip to collect zombie brains and turn them into fertilizer. We have a lot of work to do. Anything strange? That Chinese did you someone's brains with chopsticks. If it's zombie fertilizer you want, then I'm gonna give it to you. There will be blood. Dead.com. Hello, everyone. This is Gruesome Herzog. My very special guest today is director Thomas Newman. He's the master behind Bong of the Dead in 2011. What's up, Thomas? Not much. How you doing, man? Great, great. Um, I want to thank you for sending me a copy to view for my podcast. And I want to tell you something. I'm a diehard zombie fan, okay? But you made a major twist on zombies. Mm -hmm. Very yeah, creative. Yeah. Literally. Literally made a twist. <laughs> Very creative, I must say. Um, cool. I think I posted, I think I said in my review, I called it Cheech and Chong versus zombies. Mm -hmm. and, yeah, for sure. But, in case, I mean, obviously, it's going to be released. Um, I'll let you admit mention that, but, um, but give the listeners an idea of what Bong the Dead is about, and then if you want to, you can mention, you know, where it's being released at, and then for future dates. Sure, sure, yeah. Well, Bong of the Dead is, uh, is a buddy film. It's uh, basically about a couple of stoner buddies who happen to survive a zombie outbreak, and since the world has kind of ended, they have nothing better to do with their time except smoke a lot of weed, drink a lot of booze, and kind of just party their way day by day. Uh, the cool thing is one of them happens to have his own little grow show in his, in his apartment where he experiments growing all sorts of kind of wacky wheat. And uh, one day he discovers by using zombie brains as fertilizer, he can grow some super potent weeds super fast. Uh, the problem is since the government kind of cleared out all the zombies and put them into this place called the danger zone, 
they have to go on a road trip to find more zombies in order to harvest their brains in order to grow more weed. So it's kind of, that's where the twist reversal is. It's not zombies coming after your brains. It's these two stoners kind of going after zombie brains. Um, and, you know, it's, it's a road adventure. There's uh, action. There's drama. So all the cool elements that I kind of wanted to incorporate in the film to make it well-rounded. So in a nutshell, that's what it's about. And one character in particular that I told you on the phone that I find really cool is, mm-hmm. you know, who I'm talking about Alex. Yeah, I thought for sure. I thought that was so cool. I love the, um, you know, that's another twist too because he wanted to. Well, I don't want to say too much either. I should shut up. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> that's all good. Well, you know, that was another twist where I wanted to have a zombie where. Uh, that could talk, you know what I mean, instead of just being a complete kind of mumbling idiot, I decided why not uh, have this kind of, this war going where a zombie decides enough is enough of them getting killed, it's time to organize, and this one zombie named Alex happens to have that ability to, to speak and to organize, the problem is he still is an idiot because he's a zombie, but uh, he tries, he tries <laughs> to organize an uprising against the humankind basically, and there's this battle basically, um, zombies versus humans, so. Well, the the two buddies are played by Jai Harris and Mark Wynn. That's Tommy Correct. and Edwin. Now, they had quite a chemistry in this film. I thought it was pretty cool. And then the beautiful Leah, Leah, yeah, Leah Simone Bailey. Exactly, and I thought that she was also did an excellent job in this film. And the three of them, I thought it was well made, well acted. It's just a fun film, and I know a lot of zombie fans out there that's going to really bite into this um, once it comes available, but again, thank you for the copy, and I absolutely loved it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, man, that's really good. And now, do you you want to explain to listeners about how this got started? I mean, I know you release a YouTube video, but but go ahead and tell the listeners. Well, you know, I mean, like I've said a million times to other people, too, we all have buddies that we sit around and we kind of dream stuff up. You know, we want to do this. I want to do that. One day I want to make this. And I just got tired of doing that. I got sick and tired of just sitting around with buddies, discussing, and just not taking any action. So I decided, you know what, I'm going to take action. I'm going to write a script, and I'm just going to start recruiting. So um, basically I had I had seven pages written when I decided I, I'm, I'm making this film. And I took my last five grand that I had in my pocket, and I just said, you know what, this is the budget for the film, I'm going to stick to it, and I'm just going to recruit the best people that I can get my hands on for free. So I basically put out ads, I, you know, word of mouth got around, but the way I really reeled people in was uh, I shot a, a small sequence of three zombies coming through a tunnel, and I shot that in one day. And I brought on my really good friend, Mike Fields, who's like a top makeup effects guy all over the world. I'm lucky to be friends with him. And he said, you know what, if I jump on board as a producer, I'll throw in all the makeup for you. So we set out in one day, shot three zombies coming out of a tunnel sequence, which I knew I was going to use later on in the film, so I don't believe in wasting anything. You know, right. So this sequence that we shot, I used that to kind of shock people. You know, So when I asked somebody if they wanted to be part of my film, I sent them to the YouTube link and the second they'd see like the first five seconds the jaw would drop and it'd be like how much did it cost and I don't have to tell them you know I did it for free this cost me nothing so imagine what I could do with five thousand dollars was my pitch and immediately I started getting people to just dying to be a part of it and it kind of snowballed from there and I got to pick and choose who I wanted to bring on board Um, and before you knew it I was in production and we shot for 15 days solid 
Uh, my crew was pulling 12 to 16 hour days. I was going 20, 21, 22, sometimes just all the way around the clock. Actually, our first first uh, shooting date of the guys in their apartment, it was the boys' apartment sequence, we shot for 27 hours straight. Wow. And I had no choice. It's like I have this location. I only have it for two days. Um, I can't afford to come back. You know, so it's like we're going 27 hours and everybody pulled through. You know, so it was like... Uh, it was quite the venture, adventure. So I mean, uh, we did it. At the end of the day, it made it, you know, a film. Yeah, and I, uh, there's quite a few scenes in this film, which, like I said before, we can't really speak too much about. But towards the end of the film, um, the part with the homemade vehicle, the truck. Mm-hmm. Now that I thought was pretty cool. And then of course you had the one character that's a pussy per se um, when it comes to danger and that always adds interest to a film as well but as you, I mean it's obvious it's a comedy horror obviously I mean mm-hmm. and some obviously some action but um, now I see now how many um, I should say is it received pretty well so far with other reviewers that you sent the film to it's, it's insane actually I mean so far and I've counted and I've taken track and I've bookmarked but I've had I'd say to date now, 47 reviews from popular websites. We're talking um, all the way from Rue Morgue down to, like, you name it, any popular website that there is out there that reviews zombie films. Every single one of them, 100% positive. Excellent. And the fans, same thing. The fans love it. The critics love it. It's just, it's insane. No. Now festivals are beginning to ask me for it instead of the other way around. Excellent. Now, do you want to mention to listeners what festivals that you did have it in? Yeah, for sure. I mean, it first aired at Cannes Film and International Film Festival, or Cannes Independent Film Festival, which is, I mean, everybody knows Cannes. It's like the world's biggest festival you can get into. And that was on uh, May 12th, and then again on May 14th. So it started with Cannes, and now it's listed in, um, basically, I'm waiting to hear back, but it's in um, Fantasia. It's in Fantastic. It's in uh, Toronto After Dark. It's in uh, Los Angeles, New York, like every single festival that I could get my hands on that was considered a first-tier festival I submitted to. And then out of the blue, uh, Sitches from Spain, um, I guess they were at the screening at Cannes. They loved it, and they were like, hey, you know what, we really have to have this film at our festival. It's going to be at Sitches coming up in, uh, I believe it's in October. Um, and then uh, from there on, it's just like I said, the snowballing festivals are beginning to get a hold of me. Michael Moore has a festival as well. And uh, he's also interested in it, you know, so it's kind of just taking its own form, which is cool. Fantastic. And it's all in October, that's the thing, right? It's fantastic. You know, it, you know, it, it just goes to show, you know, you, you put your mind down that you're going to do it, and you did it, and look at it now. That's amazing. For sure. That's amazing. For sure. You know, paranormal activity, you know how everybody talks about how much money they spent to make that piece of garbage? Oh, did I say that? <laughs> um, <laughs> it scared me, I'll be honest, I got goosebumps. I know, but uh, but you, this film, I'm telling you, uh, I absolutely love it. You know, number one, I'm a zombie fan first and foremost, so right there is one foot in the door, but then when I watched it and the storyline is the comedy in it, the action is in it. I mean, stuff that you've done for this movie and for zombies has never been done before, and it was very clever. Cool, man. Well, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to do a film that was kind of going to reach a broad audience. I didn't want to just have you know, something directed towards people who smoke pot or something directed just for people who are zombie fans. I wanted to do a film that had a wide audience so that it gets accepted. Right. And it, it happened that way. You know, it's a comedy, it's an action-adventure, it's horror, it's suspense, it's even got a bit of romantic, uh, com- you know, sorry, romantic, uh, yeah, some romantic comedy. It's got sci-fi, 
Um, you know, I, I like uh, genre mashing myself. That's one of my favorite things. It's like I don't believe that any director should just be a horror director or a comedy director. I think that's just closing itself up. Right. Um, so whenever I write something, I kind of try to explore the whole universe of film genres. Why not? You know, it's your movie at the end of the day. Make it how you want. And if you stay true to your vision and you stay true to basically, you know, having something for the fans and at the same time having something that's marketable for the business side of it, there's no reason you can fail. Now, I know how you first started. Now, I want to know, how does it feel now that you made the project, you did it, you're, I mean, obviously you're happy, but explain to listeners, like, you know, how you feel now that you did it and it's more successful than you ever thought it was. I mean, I mean, it's a dumb question to ask. I understand that. But the feeling now. Well, you know, I, I did set up, like a lot of people assume that, oh, when you make a movie that, oh, it just kind of happens. You know, oh, I made a film and wow, look, it's going to be successful. The truth of it is um, I approached it from a scientific, you know, kind of method where I meticulously designed something that I wanted to be successful. So I studied other zombie films. I studied horror films, action films, and I kind of tried to take them apart and see what made those films successful and kind of try to take those formulas and then make my own version of it to ensure that it was going to be entertaining, that it was going to be you know fun to watch, and at the same time, again, this is the film business. Being independent right. doesn't mean that you just want to break all the rules and kind of just, you know, be a rebel. You can be a rebel, but if nobody buys your film or watches your shit, then you're just a rebel by yourself. Right. So I wanted to design a film from day one that would be a home run, and I'm so happy. The biggest uh, happiness that I have is the fact that, wow, you know, you can sit there and go, holy shit, I put together a formula, and it got accepted. The formula worked. So, right. you know, it goes to show you that if you do take the time to fully think something through before diving in. Of course, you have to dive in sometimes, but if you do think it through um, and the formula is followed, it, it happens, you know, and that's what I'm so happy about. The biggest, actually, thing that makes me happy is the fact that I got to use Multiple Vachi, which is Symphony No. 9 by um, by Ludwig and uh, Beethoven uh, because it was using Kubrick's song. You know what I mean? So right. to me, that was like, that's the coolest thing I could do, and I got the rights to it. I got to pay for it, and I got the rights to it. So, you know, to have a song that was used in A Clockwork Orange, to me, was just like, man, that is so cool. I got to pay homage to one of my favorite directors and use the same song that he did. So, Excellent. You know. Well, you know, I wish you all the best. I mean, this thing is going to be a monster. I mean, it's going to be a monster with the horror genre, with the zombie genre, on and on and on. And, again, I want to give special thanks to you for... You know, sending me a copy to check out and review, and it's one of the best that I've gotten this year to watch. That's awesome, man. That is so good. Thank you for taking the time and uh, not writing it off. You know what I mean? That's really appreciated, man. No problem. And, again, thanks for coming on today. I wanted the listeners to hear from your mouth about the film, and now they have something that they can wait for and hopefully um, will purchase down the road and, and make even a bigger hit. For sure, for sure. It's going to be available all over, all over Europe come October. So Europe and Australia are getting it first, and then I'm working on UK, US, and Canada. Excellent. But it will definitely be doing a global global release come October. So. Well, fantastic. Well, you know, keep me informed of uh, future future releases in, in places so I can, you know, mention it and uh, probably, you know. For sure, for so. sure. You got it, my friend. That's awesome, man. All right, Thomas. Thanks again. Um, great job. Um, a lot of people should listen to this interview and hear what you did and, you know, just say, hey, look, I'm going to do it. So, 
anybody can. You just have to be willing to sacrifice everything, quite honestly. Friends, love, relationship, yeah. health, all of it. You know, yeah. well, it, takes, it takes a lot out of you. You might have started something new. So think of it that way. <laughs> For sure. That's awesome. Man. I'm well, hoping to impress the world with it. So. No, it will. Well, again, thank you very much for coming on today. I really appreciate your time, and I wish you the best of luck. Thank you, my friend. Take care. Gruesome Herzog, the voice of horror.